You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves in the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Each week, Roger is joined by Joe and Vince. Last week, we spent an hour discussing Life is Strange, and I'm quite certain that had just a little bit more alcohol been introduced, we could have gone on all night. The plan this week was to tackle something far lighter, something funny, silly, (laughs) and just plain fun. Who needs all that death and destruction, right? So the plan was to discuss Tales from the Borderlands, Episode 4. Turns out, that shit was depressing as fuck as well. (laughs) Now, we will be limiting this discussion to a half hour. There's nothing else on the docket, so it'll be a nice short episode for you all. And if you just can't get enough of us, and I mean, come on, then you'll be happy to know that we'll actually be putting out two episodes this week. Immediately after this Borderlands discussion, we're going to dive into a D&D session because we need more Sir Reginald in our lives. I'll have both episodes edited and released at the same time, so make sure to check your feed and listen to both. Now, before we begin, without making light of recent events, this episode's for you, Scooter. Now, see you, space cowboy. This was fucking bastards. I don't want to say it was my favorite episode, but I think it had some of my favorite moments in it, mm-hmm. which yeah. is really telling. Like, it, there was it had the best single sequence in any episode to date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get to that later on. But I, I really liked a lot of it, and I loved how they brought. Patrick Warburton back as well because there's another one I can never get enough of him and I liked the all of the dynamics of what is amounting to kind of now it's turning into like a heist movie again that kind Mm -hmm. of try to get in how are we going to do it even more Jack which is freaking awesome I don't know how much you guys allow him control but oh it's it's not pretty it's funny so Yeah, no, not at all. The episode starts off and you're at the point where you need to get to Hyperion to get the last piece for Gordas, which once again, Gordas is the coolest freaking robot in the game right now. I ship Loderbot and Gordas so goddamn hard. Loderbot was fantastic. We got next to none. Oh, at least I, I got next to none of him this episode, just a yeah. little bit, which was really disappointing because I really liked the dynamics of Loderbot and Gordas. It's, it's, it's the C3PO and R2 <laughs> of our time right now. And with a, I, with a little Titanic thrown in, you know, yes. you have to have that scene where, you know, but I love Gordas because they chose a kid. I'm assuming it's a kid. It might be a, a, a woman with a high-pitched voice, who knows? But uh, I'll have to look it up. But I love that that kid voice, and that's something that we don't get a lot of that kind of thing. So it just immediately endears you to that character. When when there's that scene <laughs> where they say, okay, okay, hold on tight, and he grips Fiona, or <laughs> she, whatever it is, it, grips Fiona, <laughs> and said, hold on tight. And I was like, oh, you're so damn cute. <laughs> So you need to get the final piece and you find out what this little thing is after all. And basically, once it has the final component, which is kind of like this, what do they actually call it? 
It's a beacon. It's a beacon, yeah. It looks like a fucking crown piece. Yeah. So it it can basically open up. It it can cause a vault portal to open up. It didn't really make sense. It made sense in a Borderlands game, essentially. (laughs) So that the bad guys can get their hands on the... A vault, and that's basically it. It's called the plot device attachment. <laughs> it is. There's a lot of stuff in this game that, if you didn't actually play Borderlands, you're missing out on so much. It's unbelievable. Not just oh, in terms. So many callbacks. Oh yeah, and not just in terms of the characters like Scooter and things like that, but also just in terms of the the lore of that that universe, which is hysterical. Always, and so when they have those little callbacks, it's like, ah, oh, I see what you did there. That was cute. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and I really liked. And I'm, I've made it clear over the years. I'm terrible with names. What's the Australian chick's name? Ha ha! Australian Such. chick. Yeah, the, talk about the girlfriend. Yeah, what the hell's her name again? Wait, oh, I'm confused. Oh, I don't know who you're talking Athena's about. Athena's girlfriend. Athena's girlfriend. Oh, Jenny. Okay. Yes, because she's in okay, the. The pre sequel, mm-hmm. so and uh, and we liked her in the pre sequel. Sadly, I, I I still can't play that game that much because I find the the console version is way too flaky. Like I said before, but I'd like to play just because I was enjoying the story and I really liked that character. So she's in there and she was fantastic as well. But you have to head over to Hyperion and that's when they're devising the plan of how to get in. Now, did you guys? At that point, let Reese tell them that Jack was in his head? Yep, sure no. did. See, no, I did no, as no, well. No, no, no. <laughs> so what happened with yours then, Vince? And then we'll talk about ours. I, I don't, I mean, he just basically gave him a plan. Like when they asked him like how he knew all this, you know, like, he's like, why'd you wait until now? He's like, oh, it just kind of took me a while to access my memory banks. And then they just kind of looked at him weird and let it go. Ah, I actually much preferred then what we got from it. Joe, I'll let you t- take it then. I, I like the the weird sense of obvious disgust uh, because everybody hates Handsome Jack uh, to the incredulous, like, now I have to question everything I've ever gone through with you, said with you, had moments with you. And it was just like such a really cool emotional t- turmoil, especially where Sasha was just like, I don't even know who you are right now. Yeah, I'd been kind of trying to romance her as well. I'm assuming both of mm-hmm. you guys were as well. In as much of a way as Reese possibly yeah, can, yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> and the, the awkward, in the awkward turtle way, yes, yes. So <laughs> the the fact that you let this out, which I did as well, really is it's it's interesting because it doesn't take long for him to kind of work his way back into her graces, and it's it's an honest moment actually like listen i screwed up although i did at one at one point i used the listen you two are liars as well and that was wrong <laughs> i made the wrong choice there but rewind, it was rewind. oh damn it yeah oh dude i was doing that a few times and it's like fuck i'm stuck with this choice god damn it and uh but it was worth it just for fiona's uh, that's not the point in a moment and it was like ah oh, i love you <laughs> You see, for me, hiding it from them the whole time made the ending scene all that much more satisfying. Well, oh yeah, I again, I I was happy with this. It was fun. the 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 plan, of course, is build a rocket, get up there. I and again, this is another one where if you don't play the game, this part makes 
no sense to you? <laughs> Using a machine to change the way you look? What the hell? But if you play the game, this is a fact. <laughs> so it works. And the fact that th that whole, which they've done before when they're having their little plans and they run through it. I love that shit. And it's like slapping his face, Vasquez's face against it and scanning it. Oh, my God. The the Vasquez face scene was yes. Oh my! So the good. voice acting in that scene was top notch. When he's peeling it off. Okay, oh you're getting God. ahead of us. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. But yes, after they make the plan, then they have to go and retrieve Vasquez's body, which it kills me that the body is just left there, and it's like we'll just go pick it up. We know where we killed him. <laughs> it's Pandora. Pandora. Exactly. It just fits the. Um, the face missing <laughs> all of the moments where he's like throwing up his mouth a little bit. I'm going like, Holy crap. <laughs> this is graphic. Like when, And like you are saying, when you're peeling the face off, Oh my God. <laughs> I just want to know just, just a little, Oh God. <laughs> I, I just wanted to note that I found it particularly entertaining that the psychos were sleeping outside in a garbage strewn like alleyway when the Atlas building was still above ground. Yeah. They're psychos. <laughs> I just, I, it it makes sense. It fits, but I think it's for, I just think it was absolutely hilarious. I, now we, we talked and we, we made comparisons last week, obviously to telltale games. And it's quite obvious from what we're saying with this and prior games as well. We're huge fans and always will be. But because this and Life is Strange is going on at the same time, I can't help but compare the two experiences. Now, I'm not just talking in terms of the emotional impact, because that's not fair. They're, they're different types of games. And sure. this one, dude, with Scooter, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> there were feels there. Okay. Oh, so, I got so mad. There, so there are things. But what I'm seeing now is just how simple this one is in comparison mm -hmm. in like a huge way in, in almost a disappointing, actually I'm not even going to say almost in a disappointing way because a, I got through this in a couple of hours, if that, which Jesus, look how long it took to get through four of life is strange. And yeah. on top of that, there just was not a lot to look at a lot to do. And it was, you really get that, corridor linear feeling in this specific this episode more than any of the others too this was a lot more on rails than previous episodes and i think it was necessary though too like if you if, when you get done playing it and you look back at the other ones i mean we have one episode left right we have one episode left and the we're, we're going to get there but the event that closes out this episode is going to springboard so monumentally into the next one that this is essentially nothing. And this is my gripe with it. Actually, is that it's it it reduces it to nothing more than a vehicle. And I think that the lack of those details, the lack of the things to look at, the lack of of sort of branching paths, it, it did bother me a little. I'm not saying that it wasn't fun. It was a great couple of hours, but it was it was quick. It was just I I wanted more. I oh, wanted definitely. more out of it. And there were next to no branching paths to speak of. I mm -hmm. like I would I would dare say there's zero. Well, have, I don't that know have, that have current impact zero. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, because everything that you do little choices make next to no difference at least from what I could perceive from the game. I 
I mean, if I made some different choices, who knows? <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't shoot a pony. It's possible. <laughs> I was about to ask, did you shoot the pony? Of course I did. <laughs> so, Aww. yeah, the, the bit with the face on the I'm mask, really curious about that friggin' pony yeah, now. No kidding. No kidding. The, <laughs> the bit with the face was fantastic. And then when you got to go back and hang it in front of you <laughs> to get the picture. <laughs> oh, God, it's worse from this side. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was, of course, waiting for him to turn around and the face to be all distorted. <laughs> I was waiting for him to have to put it on his so that it would oh, have to God. mold to a face <laughs> shape. That's what I thought. Because at that point, like, you've, you you saw a defaced corpse peel the face off a mask, picked up his bits and shoved him into a cooler. What's having... And then carry the face with you. <laughs> Really, ha- forcing him to have to put it on his face would have just been the disgusting cherry on the cake. <laughs> that would have been perfect, in my opinion, actually. It was a missed opportunity <laughs> to make us throw up a little bit in our mouths and on our controllers. So, and then, again, you, you go through the making them change costumes, which was just kind of forced. It was like, okay, let's just go. The The bit with Scooter, when you first get there, I thought was fantastic because I didn't even let on that... The, the prior thing was a scam or anything, and he was just happy to see us. I don't know if you guys went the same route. I, I went was, with the just tell him the truth route. Oh, you did? Same Which here. I very selectively chose which truth to tell him. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> so yep, he's, I, went, I went the exact same route. <laughs> so he still loves you guys, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, he had no clue with me, and I just kind of didn't let on when he asked and just kept talking and then it was like okay everything's fine and then you talk to Jenny right you said mm-hmm. yeah so you talked to her and she was great and I again I was trying to be nice to her so it was like yeah she said she loved you and I just chose all of the right quote unquote mm-hmm. options yeah. I'm assuming you guys did the same because oh yeah you have to be one hell of a cold I wanted to fucking rock Actually, I was saying whatever I had to do yeah <laughs> and uh, and then you get told that you gotta bring Scooter with you I is there there's options where you can say no it's too dangerous or whatever but i wonder if he just kind of forces himself into the group regardless yeah i tried with the whole no we don't really need you like keep get away from me you creepy oh yeah Uh, you're gonna need a mechanic you're gonna need my (laughs) skills up there (laughs) pretty Ah, much i assume as much because that scene has to be in there so so that's that yeah it was um it was it was fun and again it's He's, he's that character that is, like, when they say he was the best of us, he really was. <laughs> and, like, you really care for this guy. So when they do, when you do see him and you're chit- chit-chatting and stuff like that and you get to bring him, it's great. And when there is that <laughs> right stuff scene where they're coming out <laughs> and it's kind of like the, the, they did yes. it in the Guardians as well where they're, like, scratching themselves or whatever. Somebody, before I played it, somebody made a GIF that had that, Look where Sasha looks at Reese. He looks back. Fiona <laughs> comes in and furrows her brow at him. He backs away, and then there's Scooter looking at her and raising his hands. And I saw the gift, and I go, "Oh, I gotta play this like now," because <laughs> that's the coolest. And you got Cordis and Loader bot as well, and everybody. That's that was better than the actual original movie. I love that. The stuff in the ship. Now, here's where we're on our way now to, to Hyperion. And, of course, shit's got to go bad. Did you guys let him put his little advertisement thing out? Oh, I yeah. said we were going to do it on the way back. So did I. So what happened, Joe, when you let him do it? 
So we never actually got a chance to. So there was a Mexican standoff when I said that, yes, we can absolutely do this. Scooter has earned this. And then eventually, like, I just browbeat uh, August, Augustus into agreeing to it. And then shit hit the fan, like, before we mm. could launch it. Now, after everything happened, <laughs> I did launch it before yes. I got there. I Same actually here. didn't. Because I figured, and, and when you choose not to, Sasha gives you a hard time for just a little mm. bit. And you say, listen, he would have wanted the job to go through properly, and we can't take that chance. Yeah, because we'll... launching it kind of screws you a bit once you land. So what happens? A little bit. Uh, the, 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 the guards at the dock are like, you know, what was that that you launched? That better not have been a doll satellite. You know, what? We Why? shoot those things down. <laughs> okay. Now, what, uh, what phrase did you choose, Joe? Oh, uh, I see you later, Space Cowboy. Yeah, absolutely. We both had to do the Cowboy Bebop one. So they had the hilarious scene. Only fourteen per, only fourteen yeah. percent of people chose Jerks. that, and I'm like, really? Like, there's no anime fans playing this game? Fuck y'all! So that's why it's hilarious when the guards are looking at it, like before you land and it's launched. Like, what's that? What's that mean? <laughs> I think it's an anime. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the captain. The captain's giving you such a hard time, and it's oh, it's like it's like oh, you oh well, he gives anime. you a hard time anyway. Up. I know what's up. Yeah, he gives you a hard time anyway, because I, oh, like yeah. I said, I didn't. Okay, we need to backtrack to yeah, the most absolutely. important part of this. Vince, I'll actually let you cover it. Yeah, so once the uh, engines are overheating and Scooter and Fiona have to go out to basically decouple them manually, <laughs> who the hell designed this thing with the, the trap door yeah, and the really. button? Like, a little it's too a convenient. Pandoran engineering. <laughs> Well, we know who we know who did it, Jenny. Yeah, that psycho. <laughs> She's a lovable psycho. Come on. So yeah, we have the heartbreaking, and I knew it was coming from the minute Scooter said, "Okay, now come over to my side." I was like, "That yeah. dumbass got his hand stuck in the door." I'm like, I, all right, I'm gonna have to cut off Scooter's hand. I mean, we're gonna have to. Nope. <laughs> it was. For a game that's had so many lighthearted, goofy moments, this was, I think it was that juxtaposition that really made this hit hard. Of, and also the fact that we've come to love Scooter that's over the, the course thing. of three full games, yeah. not to mention his scenes here. I think that, yes. I'd be curious to know what people thought who did not play the actual Borderlands games. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. But then him going out full uh, Dr. Strangelove style, riding the booster back down to Pandora. Catch a rat! Now, here's the important thing. Did you guys get to step three of the plan? I, I gave him step three. Okay. What was it? What are you talking about? Step three of Scooter's plan was that they were going to make out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she gave him a kiss. She had to. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I, what, what, what heartless bastard wouldn't give yeah. Scooter a kiss? I mean, I gave him a kiss. I was going to say, like, I totally expected you to be the asshole, but apparently you weren't. So I'm very, I'm like, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, I'm, I'm honestly proud of you. All my heartless asshole moments were tied up in Reese pretending to be Vasquez. <laughs> I really wanted a option to fire her gun and try to sever his arm with the mm -hmm. gun kind of thing. And it would have been disgusting and painful and it wouldn't have worked, but at least there would have been a, a chance to at least try something because she had it right there. So 
that was, yeah, that the, was you know hard slug in space type thing but this is what again boils down to not enough choices like i was saying mm-hmm. because as poignant a moment as it was you can see that it was forced down our throat yes. versus giving us the opportunity to do something different with it as well so i actually, I actually didn't I, I i loved that they put something in there like that i i i hated that scooter went out like he did but what i hated most about it is it just seemed so out of place to me with the rest of the the storytelling right so it just seemed like one of those things where it's like really like i don't know it it almost felt like it was just there to be the one moment of feels and then you just move on with your airbrained scheme Uh, but but, but for me it kind of ties into the traditional way to tell a story like this. Yeah. Somebody always dies early on in the mission. Plus it, it's, it gave it's just them the that, way it happens. It, it gave him that line. He was the first of us to suffer yes. or die as well. So that, I heard that and was like, uh-huh. ooh, what the hell oh, is yeah, going on? Oh yeah, no, I caught on? that too. So there's more coming on and it really builds up then for that expectation of episode five at that point, or actually for me, it was still, okay, what the hell's going to happen throughout the rest of this. And, mm-hmm. and now I know, okay, well, what's going to happen <laughs> unless she meant that the pony, <laughs> the pony died of blood loss, <laughs> which is altogether possible. <laughs> so I, I actually didn't have a problem with it. The only thing that I was thinking as I was playing it, which took me out of it, but it, it was fine is I can't believe Gearbox let Telltale Games kill off Scooter. Hmm. Because unless there's some magical way that he survives this, which then oh God. completely ruins Scooter this. Well, there's... It, it could also be possible that he didn't actually die and it's just part of the storytelling. Uh, yeah, but that'd be a, such a freaking dynasty. Yeah, it was if, all if they go change. that far with the unreliable narrator trope. Well, no, I mean, there it was because uh, don't forget, they're also trying to figure out who the person is that's holding them at bay. And what's a great way to see if you know somebody or see if there's a reaction when you mention somebody who's as beloved as Scooter dies. That crossed my yeah. mind, too, that I thought maybe the guy in the mask is, in fact, Scooter. I, I thought that, too. I don't believe it is. But, yeah, I, I thought the same thing, too. It, and it might be. Maybe a very charming. I don't think he's scooter. I don't think he's scooter. I think I think he's somebody else, but still. Well. So then you get on the planet. See, they gave me a hard time too. You go out as Vasquez and they mm-hmm. gave me a hard time, but it's because I was being a dick. <laughs> because oh, yeah. I was he's Vasquez. Dick so yeah, I was I, like <laughs> like I don't want them to I don't want to accidentally be nice and have them figure out I'm exactly. a monster. <laughs> what were you doing on the planet? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was getting in trouble. And then you find out that what's her name on the planet on the the moon? Oh God, Yvette. Yvette, do you want to take over? You'll do better. No, no, I this swear. is your show. So I'm, uh, I'm running the the the, the, the second leg. <laughs> so yeah, you find out that she double crossed you. Then eh, not surprising at all. I chose to basically keep playing Vasquez, try to get some information, but keep playing Vasquez. And when she threatened me, it was like, oh, you, I got. I got stuff on you. You, you think I would have gone through this? in your future. Yeah. So oh. I didn't stun her though. No. What did you do? I told her, I was like, you know, I am perfectly okay talking to my bosses because they have that whole embezzlement thing to talk mm-hmm. about with you. Pretty oh yeah. Sure. I, I threatened her with that, but I still stunned Batonder too. Yeah. So did I, man. She flew. <laughs> and that's when Jack's saying he would have drained the battery. In her. <laughs> oh, Jack, I've missed you. <laughs> But 
we're getting ahead of ourselves. So once you're in, then you're splitting up. You got to go turn off the cameras, which that little firewall game did not need to be in there. That yeah, was complete and yeah, utter stupidity. I, I I hated that part. The uh, but then you get the splitting up of the teams and the, the whole bit with everybody shooting themselves. Pretend. At first, the, I'm the, looking at this and I'm thinking, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> but then it builds, and then you keep oh seeing it here and there. And when he comes out. That is the most glorious firefight I've ever that, been a part of. Five minutes in video game history. <laughs> that was spectacular. And, and to the point where he's in the elevator and leaving, and you slowly see them getting up. And I'm going, <laughs> I want to work there. <laughs> I don't such care. It's a fucking Hyperion thing, too. Like, it's just, it's perfect. It just was, again, at, at first I'm like, oh, this is stupid. But once you're in that firefight, it's like almost as if you can... Once you're in it, you can yes, appreciate how it's like, much more stupid can I make it? Yeah. It was fantastic when you're spinning around. <laughs> John Wu, like yes. they were they were missing the doves. I was really disappointed. That was glorious. And then the stuff with um Fiona and Sasha and Gordis when they're stealing the ID. Eh, not so much. I did like her little press tour with the fans, the VIP yeah. club. I thought that was hysterical because I treated those jackasses, well, like jackasses. And I let them go through that oh, feel. I, did how you, many did you vaporize? All of them. They all Wow. <laughs> what, there's an option where there's only a few? If you if you try to stop them, only one dies. Oh, oh no. I went, go ahead, boys. <laughs> Enjoy. I didn't, I didn't want to ruin the plan. Oh, I no. wish I would have vaporized all of them. I really, oh, yes. really do. So what I, happens if only one goes through then? You I'm pay for it later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. There's well, a, there's an NPC. Uh, there's a member of that group that comes back to bite you in the ass later on in the episode. In a fun way, interesting way, or just uh, I wish I would have killed you. In the I wish I would have killed you way. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, they all died with me. I saved Gordis though. Gordis, don't you go there. <laughs> but then the other guys. No, no, you guys go through. Let's save for people. I'm assuming that everybody gets the same plan to use the trap door. Which mm-hmm. is such a cliched thing. I love that line too. <laughs> He's like talking him about that. But using the trap door, I can't imagine there's another way to get in there. I don't think so. You boys no. did the same thing? It's, okay. it's linear. It's the only way. Yeah. So you go and you have to go through this death trap that could have been part of an Indiana Jones movie with the blades and everything. And there was not enough to investigate in his office. But before we get there, though. That scene with Gordis and Fiona, where Gordis is like, I'll go see who it is, yeah. and just completely ruins everything. Yeah. God, I love that robot. <laughs> and but, for the record, since we brought up that, it's uh, Ashley Johnson. Okay. Okay. The Going back to the office... Like, they make such a big deal about that office that no one's been able to use it. Mm-hmm. That it's part of a VIP tour, but even then, people don't get to go in, obviously. One little bookshelf. And, yeah, there was next to nothing. I did, like, however, if you scan things with your eye, mm-hmm. and then the little write-ups, those write-ups were gold. I will give them that. Oh, yeah. I did like the, the angel picture. That was amazing. Yes, dude, that was fantastic. Once again, if you didn't play... The Borderlands games, that's his daughter, and that's a huge part of Borderlands 2, and a very, very good one, too. This character is very important, and, and it's it's very cool. So when you see this picture of her as a kid, and you see that actual tender moment from an AI, 
And it's like, oh, there's a soft side to you, Jack. I knew there was. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, like I mean, he did love butt stallion. There's that too. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, you get to look at one shelf, and it was like, oh, damn, that's so freaking disappointing. Yeah. Now, I, I expected like I was like, oh, I can you know immediately go to that side, or I can go wander the office and nope. Now, what did you guys choose at the end? Did you decide because there's a big conversation with Jack, mm-hmm. and in typical Jack fashion, being the manipulator that he is. He is working it, and he's being a nice guy at points. At least he was with me. And so you're at points you're almost like, yeah, like we can do we this and we can rule and make Pandora a better place. Uh-huh. But for me, like throughout, especially this episode, I was really starting to rely on Jack more and more. Right. Because, you know, we're in Hyperion. It's his home turf. He knows, you know, where everything is. And even before he hit me with the sales pitch, I was kind of coming around. I was like, you know what, Jack? You know, we couldn't have done this without you, you know, this and that. So once he hit me with the sales pitch, I was like, yeah, Jack in, buddy. Let's do this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, Joe, what did you choose? Um, I chose to tell him to fuck off. Yeah, so did I. Hmm. Yeah, in fact, uh, yeah, I was like quite, like, I didn't need your help. I did this on my own. No, are you crazy? <laughs> You're a villain. I told and, him, it was like, you are a fucking psychopath. No. Yeah. So that's why I chose as well. And when you choose that, there's a big fight and you lose control of your body. He takes control of the arm and he plugs you in anyway and gets his AI out of your head and into the network at Hyperion. Well, here's the interesting thing about that. If you really think about that choice in particular, is that you look at he had that immediate control of you. It wasn't like he struggled for it. He Mm -hmm. had that control. He had that control all along. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. He could have done that at any point in time, and he chose not to. It's it's, I it makes me curious for what other options could have been, like what you did, Vince, and I'll let yeah. you get into it in a minute. Because it's almost like the cliche that you see in movies—that bad guy that, or in comics or whatever, you know that that bad guy that kind of is redeeming himself, and if given the opportunity, could potentially actually become. A good guy, but as soon as there's a setback, boom, right back to maniacal sociopath. So what happened with yours, Vince? Yeah, see, for me, when we were discussing it, and he was like, what would you do with the power? And he's like, I would use it to fix Pandora. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some good people down there. And he's like, yeah, I tried that too. It's a lot harder than it sounds. I was like, did he try to fix it, or did he try to jack fix it? But again, like, I, I had decided I was on point. I was, I was going to go through with it. So I said, since before I hid Jack from everybody the whole time. So you get this huge scene of Jack taking over all the monitors throughout Hyperion or throughout Helios. And hey, look, look who's back. It's me, handsome Jack, here to present to you the new president of Hyperion, Reese. And then you have Sasha and Fiona and everybody just staring at the screens. And I think it was Fiona. The last words of the episode were Reese, what have you done? That's Sasha. what I figured. It was Sasha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, that's kind of what I figured would happen. So that's why I chose not to because I'm trying to to get oh, on with Sasha's. That was, that was the other implication, too, at the end of ours is the statement that he says, I'm, I'm back, baby, and I got a brand new body. Yeah. Ooh. See, he didn't say that to me. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. I think 
all things considered, we probably got the more interesting ending than than you, because again, now he's in control. Not just that, mm-hmm. he's in the network he is everywhere. Yeah. So it's going to be crazy now getting the hell out of there for them. So short of blowing I, up, I'm not going to leave. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you're happy now. now. <laughs> you're finally in your big chair. <laughs> Made out of the softest kitten flesh. <laughs> so that's about it. Um, again, there were some spectacularly good moments, like the face. I can't believe I'm saying that, but like the face. <laughs> the and, severed face was one of the highlights. And Scooter, for me. And uh, and there were a few others where you're like, oh, this is, this was really good. But... I, I certainly wouldn't put it on par with the best we've seen so far, but it is really setting up five. Five had better be a spectacular home run. See, we're getting episode five of this, episode five of Lace of Strange, and then for me, episode six of Game of Thrones are all going to be hitting like one after another. It's going to be Climax City, and it's it. At one hand, it's exciting. On the other hand, it was like. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> well, I've been holding off on Game of Thrones till six comes out so I can do them all in one long shot. So I'm going to have even more gaming than you to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Any parting thoughts, Vince? Um, I, I'm actually happy that we had such divergent paths because, yeah, okay, I took the megalomaniacal route. But, <laughs> but it's interesting, like, when we have these discussions, seeing what we did the same, what we did differently, and... Like for Life is Strange, it was cool, but even here, like we had very different character moments, kind of that we had to get our own enjoyment out of. But I like that. Yeah, because for us, I'm assuming Joe, yours ended the same as mine, wherein when Gordas takes off, and then you see also that, um, God damn it! And you just told me Yvette and the guards have got Sasha because mm-hmm. that was towards the the very end as well. I yes. don't know that it was the very last scene, but it's definitely towards the end. So you got that one as well, Vince? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I saw that. Okay, so I guess everybody gets that one too. So, yeah, there's, again, there's a lot. They they, they certainly set up five, so it's going to be interesting. Joe, any parting thoughts? I liked it. It wasn't my favorite episode four to come out in the last two weeks, but it was pretty darn good. And I'm going to be really interested to see what they pull off in five and if it can live up to the hype that I think it's going to have. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's funny because when we talk about it, it's easy to be to be praising it and all that. Whereas if I know for myself, if I were actually reviewing it, it probably wouldn't have got a high review for the most part because of how linear it was and the fact that it was so bloody short. That as an episode and looking at the value of the episode, it mm-hmm. really fell short. Again, some stellar moments in it and certainly enjoyable especially if you're playing it as part of the five. But if you were just analyzing it in and of itself, and especially if you make the comparison to episode four, Life is Strange, which is a fair comparison to a certain yeah. degree, wow, does it ever fall short? <laughs> I, I think a lot of things would fall short this to is that true. comparison. This is true as well. Okay, that is going to wrap up the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for coming in live. It's live. It's working. I got it to work eventually. So you can join us next week on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern time at ForTheLore.com slash live. And, of course, you can find the show notes at ForTheLore. You can find us on Twitter at ForTheLore or individually Joe at Lorders at J, Vince at Simonian, and myself at Zen Buddhist. You can leave us your thoughts on iTunes and Stitcher. And make sure to download the next episode, 160, for our D&D episode. We'll talk to you guys next week. 
Don't you ever Son of a bitch. Let's try this again. Stupid freaking XSplit and Twitch pain in the ass. I don't know how streamers put up with this bullshit. <laughs> That's not incorrect. That is the password. Oh, no, I'm saying it's ice cream. Oh, you know what? Fuck you very much. <laughs> I'm sure that's the password. Oh. No, I'm not a robot. You just forgot my password. The likelihood between these two parties as to which one forgot. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Nobody asked you. <laughs> I almost forgot the password to my password. <laughs> no, no. That's not what I did. No. Fuck. Cancel. Cancel. Don't do that. No, don't save. Because I fucked up. Yeah. Copy it. But I'm putting it on another computer. Just show me the fucking thing. Aha. That's what I was putting in. You cocksucker. <laughs> I knew I had it right. I'm Okay, see, 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 I'm putting in the password that I've got written. It's the right one. Yes, update it. Not that you have to, because it's the same goddamn one I was using before. Okay, now. Fucking hands. You go to great lengths to protect the things you care about. The volume's off. You go to great lengths to protect your money. Interact Flash is got a Twitch. $100 transaction limit. Periodic pin verification and zero customer liability, <laughs> so you won't pay for unauthorized purchases. Interact Flash, the fast, secure way to use your own money. Bite me. God. All right. Oh, Roger. Yeah, go! You know it's gone, gone, gone. Yeah,
Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger, as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast. And lastly, thanks to Manelli Jamal for the show's theme music. We encourage everyone to check out his site, ManelliJamal.com, or find him on iTunes and help support this incredible musician by picking up his CDs.